Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Glove Mike Smith. top teams and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game. My message today is we're trying to win. One timer score. We are dry on the right circle. No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Arthur Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. of Oilers now, the tragically hip from Kingston, Ontario. Hmm. Spoke to somebody from Kingston today. They got some interesting things going on there. They are masked up after a outbreak at a nail salon in their community. Uh, as uh, What are we? We're into about week 15 now of our uh, coronavirus COVID-19 shutdown. This is Oilers now. Lots to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now. We will tell you that there's been a development uh, regarding the NHL hub cities, and the development is we're not going to get an announcement today. 
Uh, Oilers now, of course, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show, 1235 NHL insider John Shannon. At 105 from the Sports Corporation in town, Jerry Johansson, to talk uh about how all parties must work together for the National Hockey League if we're indeed able to get back on the ice. And at 135 today, uh, Reed Wilkins and myself will uh, revisit a significant date in Oilers history. It was on this day four years ago that uh, Peter Shirelli, as general manager at the time, uh, though not solely just of his belief and opinion, uh, the Edmonton Oilers traded Taylor Hall to the New Jersey Devils for Adam Larson. This is... Uh, Oilers now. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. River Cree back up and at them over 1,350 slot machines. The table games still not a go yet, but remember that the main casino floor is 100% smoke-free. The River Cree Resort Casino excitement bet on it. And you can text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. And back in the 630 Kids studio, as I continue to work out of the home office, we welcome back to the show after his uh, week-long uh, stay in the province that doesn't test, uh, the one and only uh, Brendan Escott. Did they have to stop you at the border to let you back in, or what, what went on there, Brendan? Oh, you're firing shots already, Bob. Great to be back. Uh, no no stoppages anywhere along the border. Also, only about two cases that were active the entire time that I was in the B.C. interior region specifically. So I'm good. I'm happy to be back, and it was a great week off. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and we had a trip. Terrific week, obviously. Kevin Lowe uh, into the Hockey Hall of Fame. You saw the Thursday lineup, Brendan, for the show where we went Wayne Gretzky, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Lowe, Brian Burke, George LaRock. That was a lot of fun. Just on the numbers, um, and, and that is part of the equation here as we move forward. And, yes, I'm well aware of the fact that uh, Taylor Hall is from Kingston, Ontario. Figure it out here. Uh, anyhow, uh, for those that are texting on the Ashley Fine Floors uh, text line, 780 Edmonton is now up to 984 total positive cases as of yesterday. Now, they had 586 in the first three months. Uh Um, Month of June, Edmonton's had 438 positive cases. But the province has done 55,000 tests in Edmonton's health zone during that time. That is a 0.8% positivity rate. It's actually lower than the positivity rate uh, for the months of March, April, and May combined, uh, where they had 546 positive cases and uh, 65,000 deaths. Touch wood, knock wood, whatever you want to say it, uh, just three deaths in Edmonton's health zone over the course of the last two months. Uh, Three too many. But uh, nonetheless, I know that there's many of you that care a lot about things like mental health, and addictions, and we have significant challenges in those areas as well. And uh, my heart always goes out to support those individuals that are um, giving time up in, in those regards to help out people that have got other uh, challenges that uh, is as tough as coronavirus has been, and it's been the number one story in the world for the last three and a half months. There are ongoing daily challenges in society as well that we should not ignore. Numbers are important. So when I tell you that we've actually had a lower positivity rate in June than we did in March, April, and May, that should matter. The fact that, you know, we're currently sort of uh, grading out at less than 1% 
of all tests that come in uh, being positive, that that is a good thing. I mean, there's places right now in the U.S. that are at five, six, seven percent of all cases coming in. Some some states even higher than that in terms of a positivity rate. I think most of you get it. The more tests you do, the more cases you're going to get. And I bring up BC, province of five million people. They've done 187,000 tests. Now, they'll say they've done it differently through contact tracing, but 187,000 tests for 5 million is roughly 37.4 thousand tests per million. Conversely, Alberta is now up to 435,000 tests uh, for 4.3 million people. You can do the math there. You, you, You got it. So, you know. It's 100,000 tests per million in the province of Alberta. It's almost triple uh, that of uh, B.C. right now. Um, The CDC report out of the states on Friday indicated that uh, the death rates for COVID are actually lower than people think. And what was expected initially, that a far greater percentage of the population likely had the virus than was reported through case totals. In some cases, nine times to 11 times the amount. This would obviously significantly drop down the death rates. And again, uh, I also think clearly we're seeing uh, various uh, parts of the world having a better fundamental understanding as to how to challenge uh, the disease and lower the the virus and and lower the death rates as well. Numbers matter, and we can tie this back into sports. Uh, Brendan, you might not remember this. But at the start of the 2003-2004 series, Corey Cross, and I did Corey's games at the U of A back in the day, Corey Cross had come over at the 2003 deadline with Radek Dvorak and Adil France and Carter. Corey Cross had two goals and five points in the first nine games of the season. And I had a guy at that time email uh, Total Sports and say to me, well, this is a sign that he's finally reached, you know, another gear in terms of his offensive game. And I'm like... Well, he's got two goals and five points in nine games. I'm not going to multiply uh, by nine times here and have him scoring 18 goals and 45 points over the course of the year. It's kind of a statistical anomaly what he occurred. Numbers matter, and they matter when it pertains to hub cities as well. The uh, Chisler, Steve out of Vegas, sent me a note today. Vegas has had 3,800 positive tests positive cases in the last seven days for coronavirus. They have gone to uh, full mass as of Friday night in Vegas. Now, it might take them a week to 10 days before they really see the full effect of that. So do the math there. They're averaging, you know, roughly around 500 positive cases a day in Vegas. Even if that dropped to 400 over the next, say, 10 days, that's still going to be another 4,000 positive tests. Edmonton, meanwhile, in the last seven days, has had 138 positive cases, which some would report as a bad thing if you're into, uh, you know, sort of a fear perspective on the virus. And others might sit there and say, well, wait a sec here. We've done 15,600 tests during that time. Uh, positivity rate, again, that is below 1.0. So uh, below 1% of uh, the cases uh, are, are testing positive out of the tests that are being done. This all ties back into what's going on with hub cities. No announcement today. A lot of people say, Vegas, it's already fait accompli. They're done. I wonder if the league just, you know what, how you don't have it in Edmonton or in Toronto right now, I don't know. I mean, again, the U.S. is spiking in several states. Uh, More on that in a second. You just look at one of the ways that people look at things is through ICU numbers. 
Edmonton currently has two people in ICU. At one time, the province set aside 150 ICU beds for Edmonton for coronavirus. Again, two people currently in ICU. Nevada has 124 people in ICU. That should be a little bit concerning for the National Hockey League. Again, I, I realize they, they believe they completely can sanction off an area that nobody would have access to. I'm not quite sure the players would be completely, uh, you know, they again, they say they would be locked down. But, you know, people like their freedom as well. We have a case right now where a lot of players are making the trips from Canada, from Europe, into hot spots like Texas, where Dallas is running out of ICU beds right now, and into Tampa Bay and Florida. And there are players that I've talked to in those organizations that are concerned about going in there right now. So uh, at this stage of the game, uh, the, the longer this goes, I, I gotta tell you, I actually think it favors Edmonton in terms of making a decision just because I think reality is going to take place here. Uh, and again, a lot of people say, nope, Vegas is already done. It's going to be Vegas and Toronto. And you know what? The, the highest probability probably is those two cities. But uh, again, the longer it goes, the reality of those Vegas numbers might click in. We'll have to wait and see on that front. All right. Uh, Brendan, did you watch the uh, lottery the other night? No, I didn't. But what a circus that ended up being, hey? Well, the National Hockey League was warned about that. Uh, a couple of the managers, there were multiple managers, and we, we heard this story six to eight weeks ago, that wanted to delay the NHL draft till after, until we knew exactly what was going to happen with the conclusion of the 2019-20 season. And now it's the, the, the guy that's got to be the happiest is Alexis Lafreniere because he's going to go to a team that is not a bottom seven team in the National Hockey League. I will tell you point blank, I believe that's completely unfair what happened. I think what they should have done is only the seven teams that weren't in the round of, you know, uh, in the 24 play in and down. Um, so teams 25 through 31, those teams should have been the only teams that could have landed the number one pick, in my opinion. they should. You know what? Everything changes in a situation like this with the pandemic. And they should have significantly more altered uh, the lottery. And the seven teams that were there, or in the case of Ottawa, I guess uh, six teams, because they had San Jose's pick as well. But those, uh, the number one pick should have come from one of those seven slots. But now we have the theater of the bazaar. It would be interesting if Montreal ended up getting, because uh, I don't think they're going to beat. I'm led to believe Montreal might be a team that there's not a lot of excitement for players to go back to play right now. Um I think it'd be great for the NHL if Alexis Lafreniere ended up in Montreal. Uh, we hit on it briefly. We opened up with uh, Kingston's The Tragically Hip with Wheat Kings. Uh, Taylor Hall, as you know, uh, from uh, Kingston, Ontario, though he spent a lot of time in Calgary. Um, it was a big day. We, we went about, between Reed and myself, as I recall, I think we went nine hours that night. Uh, that day I went from uh, noon to 4.30. I'd heard a little bit of uh, rumblings that there could be a haul trade and a quote-unquote wouldn't be sexy. Uh, the Oilers got back Adam Larson, Taylor Hall, ultimately, uh, certainly with New Jersey. Uh, won the MVP, had a tremendous year, but wouldn't commit to them. And now, because of the pandemic, who knows where we're at right now. Um, 
if we'd been at an $88 million cap in the Oilers, and we're not going to be at an $88 million cap moving forward, but had we been at an $88 million cap, absolutely, I would have inv- I would have looked for mechanisms, if it were me, to have brought Taylor Hall back. I know there's a lot of Taylor Hall haters out there. I'm surprised there's a couple of media guys that take shots at him on a regular basis. Um, I don't recall those guys being around the team on a fairly uh, regular uh uh, basis, so I'm a little bit surprised that happens, but, uh, Hall's a very good winger. He's a driver five on five. He's not perfect. Um, Adam Larson, I don't think ever reached, uh, the apex of the offensive game that the Oilers organization was hoping for, but he was just starting around back in a form before we got shut down. It was an interesting trade and not a trade solely on Peter Shirelli. Um, there was certainly, it was the first year of the coaching staff, Todd McClellan and Jim Johnson. Jay Woodcroft, Ian Herbers, there were some strong personalities on that staff as well. And the Oilers ended up uh, drafting, as many would remember, fourth overall in 2016. All right, let's get into it very quickly. We're going to bang off the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Now, this is an interesting one. Uh, Elliot Friedman. On the show Friday for the River Cree Resort Casino said uh, this about why players from all teams are voting on return-to-play decisions. That point has been brought up. I, I, I will tell you that. Um, I have asked that question. Why, um, why is it all 31? And I was told that it's because... Um, it's because the, some of the, whether you agree or not, it's because some of the return to play items are going to be folded into or entwined into the CBA, and the CBA everybody gets a vote on. Okay. So that's as I understand it. Now, the other thing I should mention here is that I will say this, Bob, is that earlier in this process, I did have players tell me that were on teams that are in the playoffs that they were concerned about how guys who were out of the playoffs would vote. That they would simply say, uh, oh, there's no financial risk to us, so we don't care. We're going to vote for you to play. So I don't know if there was a ton of pushback on it. I yeah. know it was an issue. Um, so I think what's going on here is they've just decided that it's all big one vote. All right. Uh, and again, that's Elliot Friedman. They've not voted yet, uh, and uh, we will not. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
apparently have a decision. Bob McKenzie, John Chan, and people like that reporting no decision on this time uh, for today on the Hub City. Into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time at Elite Promotional Marketing. And back in the big chair at the 630 Chad Studios, here's Brendan Escott. Well, let's run down the gamut uh, here, Bob. If you haven't heard by now, it is a placeholder team, not the Ottawa Senators or the Detroit Red Wings who won the NHL's draft lottery on Friday night. So that means that all eight teams that fail to move past this first play, uh, playoff round, the play-in round, they'll all have the same 12.5% odds at that pick. And as you just mentioned, uh, it was, you know, 9 o'clock this morning, Bob McKenzie said it could be today, maybe tomorrow for that NHL Hub City announcement, although as the morning progressed, we now know it's not likely to come down today, though uh, it'll be the NHL and NHLPA making that decision sooner rather than later. Still in the running, Chicago, Toronto, Vegas, L.A., and Edmonton, and one last piece of news here, Bob. Habs forward, Jesperi Kokaniemi, expected to rejoin the team for training camp after spending the last few months rehabbing a ruptured spleen back in Finland. I always get a chuckle out of... Uh the the comments about the lottery and we're not referencing Shirley Jackson here. Uh, people, oh Edmonton, you know, the team that's benefited the most in the lottery over the course of the last decade has been the New Jersey Devils. Uh, in 2010, the Oilers held their spot. They finished last. They ended up with the number one pick. That was Taylor Hall. In 2011, New Jersey moved up four spots from eight to four. The Oilers held their spot and got Nugent Hopkins. In 2012, Edmonton did win the lottery in a, what turned out to be a bad draft year, and, you got, and the listeners cannot be hypocrites. 90% of you wanted Neil Yakupov. The text of the show that year was even higher than that, I know, on David Staples' Cult of Hockey. Anyways, the Oilers did move up one spot. The big one was in 2015, where and it was an awesome day for everybody in the city of Edmonton. The hockey gods smiled upon Bill Scott and his lucky Tooney and his lucky socks. The Oilers moved up two spots and got Connor McDavid. In 2017, New Jersey moved up four spots from five to number one, and last Last year, New Jersey moved up two spots uh, as well. Chicago has had significant moves up as well over the years, including back in 2007 when they moved up four spots from five to number one. Again, if it had been me, the seven teams that were out that were not part of the 24 that are playing, if we do indeed get back to playing, those seven teams should have decided, uh, you know, the the top three uh, spots for the upcoming draft. But that's my opinion. Doesn't make it right. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers now, John Shannon, our NHL insider. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.